No, my monsters hide in the closet and under my bed. Where do your monsters hide? In my pants. Does anyone else have a yeah. bad? Does anyone else? Does anyone else have a bad taste in their mouth? <laughs> Other than Mike's former girlfriends. Wow! Wow! Listen, I'll tell you why. I, I... That's right. You got nothing. You've got nothing. You know why? Because this is the song topsy report. No. Where we dissect bad, bizarre, otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. Steve, that is cold. <laughs> so, do you want to introduce us? No, you go. Uh, well, first off, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you for sticking with it up until this point. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm very, very fastly slipping into unconsciousness. See? I told you. Yeah, that sounds it's about happening. right. happening. Watch out, or the, or the, the Sandman, is it the Sandman? No, the Candyman will get... Well, the Sandman. <laughs> Look out, it's the Sandman. Okay, guys, this is going into crazy town way too fast for me. We've got to <laughs> ease into this. I know it's the spooky season. Tight 60. <laughs> but yes, once again, if this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. Um, what we do on this podcast, because there's no way that was clear in the intro you just heard, uh, we just find music that's bad, bizarre, noteworthy, just any kind of music that kind of falls in the little crevices of just not quite hitting the mark. And we just want to explore that a little bit more. Dissect them, Dissect if you will. And figure out how it died. And utilize the Song Topsy Super Crapometer. The Song Topsy Super Scientific Crapometer. Yes, a new device we obtained recently to further analyze the music that we dissected. Uh, I forgot to use it uh, during the Incubus episode because I wanted to kill myself. (laughs) And usually that makes me forget things. But guys, this is October. We're still in the midst of spooky bad music. And uh, today... We have a song selection that Mr. Mike Russell brought from his objectively, not even joking, one-time favorite band. Uh, yeah, no, not ironically here, folks. Yeah, no, I was, uh, and you know what? I still am. I remember all the words. Uh, but I went through a big Aqua face for about four years. Just Aquaman, the band Aqua, drinking, drinking water. water. <laughs> oh, you got swimming in pools. He had he was all the Aqua hits. When specifically with this band, folks, let me tell you, they had some great hits. I'm talking Dr. Jones. We got uh, we got Barbie Girl. Mike, it's Barbie Girl and nothing else. No, 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 no. There was also um, uh, Happy Boys and Girls. You lost me after Barbie. They didn't know Happy Boys and Girls? The, the Lollipop Candy Man? Mike, no, but not everyone had the love and affection for this group that you did. And maybe that's unfair, because they're a, as far as Danish, the hits, the hits don't stop. As far as Danish slash Norwegian Euro pop groups from the early two thousands go, uh, they, not, then, well, I guess they're in the early two thousands too. But. Oh yeah, late nineties <laughs> through early two thousands. Um, but this being October, uh, we're discussing the one spooky song they did. Ooh, they did have a spooky one, and it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little funny. It's a little weird. I'm scared right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, listeners, um, it, please make sure that you're not listening to this in the dark because it might get a little too scary. Uh, 
Let's hear a little bit of the song, actually. So this is Halloween by Aqua. What could it possibly be about? Probably Halloween. Before we even get into the rest of the song, your evil laughter synced up perfectly with his evil laughter. You know, I may have been influenced by Aqua just a little bit in my youth. How so? <laughs> I don't know, but I really like singing this song. My my youth was my youth was really influenced by the uh, writings of Apollinaire. But go on, continue telling me about how your youth was spent. Oh well, I don't know. I watched a lot of Barney, Blues Clues, and listened to Aqua. You tell me. I... <laughs> you know, all around, not a bad childhood. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's. I, I guess that's where I get my caring and chaos all in one. You know. Caring and Chaos, the Mike Russell story. That's okay. actually not too bad. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. My name is Mike Russell, and I practice chaotic caring. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little bit of the intro to the song. Uh, I, but- I heard Scream, and I heard Friday the 13th. Yes, uh, yes. They worked in a little bit of that. Don't worry, don't worry, listeners. It will eventually, actually very quickly, devolve into the cheesiest Euro so, dance pop so that you could possibly have. I um I love this. This kind of brings me back to um our uh, the Taylor Swift episode. Um, look what you made me look do. what you made me do with the with the with the phone interlogue or dialogue. You yeah. know, but I think I think Actually, Aqua did a much better job with it. I think Mike is correct in calling it an interlogue. Really, I think he is. Listeners, fact check us on this. I would, I'm an English major, I, I so I have no idea. Because that makes sense to me. Yeah, but I think I think Aqua did a better job than she did. And this is gonna be interesting because, like, uh, a lot of times we're bringing music that at least one of us has never heard of before. But this this holds a very play, uh, near and dear place in Mr. Mike Russell's heart. It does. So it's uh, we apologize if English isn't our first language this episode because it's definitely not theirs, <laughs> uh, as we will get into with the lyrics. So, uh, in case you don't know, if you only know Aqua is the band that did the song Barbie Girl, uh, they're a Danish Norwegian Euro pop music group. Best known for their crossover hit, Barbie Girl, which came out in 1997. Oh, yeah, man. And I remember Mattel was so fucking pissed when they came out with that. Well, because they did that insidious <laughs> thing where on the surface it's appropriate for all ages, but the sub, the not-so-deep subtext is very sexual. <laughs> and I can't believe we're doing this before that. Well, it's Halloween. We yeah, can... no, I get why we're doing it. Yes. I just can't believe we didn't cover that. That we did one 105 first. other episodes without covering yeah, how do Barbie we never Girl? do Barbie Girl? Oh my what's wrong with us? Listen, we could space it out and get to Barbie Girl eventually. If you can even say anything bad about it. I don't know if I can. <laughs> it's a great duet for karaoke. It's uh Come on, Barbie, I mean, let's go Barbie. It's a great song for the bedroom. It's great. I mean <laughs> Every episode is just a, a peeling back of the layer of onion that you are. Wait, wait, baby, hang on, hang on. He just pushes the button on his CD player. Because <laughs> Mike still has a CD player. But the uh, but the band released three albums, uh, Aquarium in 1997, Aquarius in 2000, and Megalomania in 2011. So they went on a big hiatus. Oh no, we ran out of aqua-themed words to call our albums. <laughs> what accent is that exactly? I don't know. <laughs> I 
don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it is Dutch. That's old, Dutch. vaguely Dutch grandpa I think Steve. It's mostly Dutch. <laughs> um, but yeah, they went on a mini hiatus, and apparently, they just I just found out they recently, as of 2018, came back out of hiatus and released a new single. Aqual- but we're not talking about that. Aqualung. Oh, yeah. No, they are. Yeah. Man, and I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping they'd be on tour this year. Maybe I bet they'll be on tour next year. Because there's been this resurgence of nostalgia. For oh, this, yeah, 90s nostalgia is starting to creep in. St- so fucking heavy right now. Oh. And and they're right on the forefront of that. They're going to so, be back. She the, was so she was so hot. Oh, my God. Okay, never mind. Just keep going. Past tense? What? Past tense? No, she still is. Yeah. She got it. <laughs> That's Scandinavian blood. They just have it. Uh, shout out to our Scandinavian listeners. You have it. Sorry uh, I confused you with the Dutch. <laughs> but the two vocalists in the group were, and I apologize for the uh, pronunciation, uh, Lene Nidstrom and Rene Diff. Uh, and songwriter Klaus Noreen made up the, the group. Um, so Rene is the male vocalist and Lene, Lenny, L-E-N-E. I want to say Renee that. is the male vocalist and Lenny the female vocalist. Let's go with Lenny. That's fun. Let's call her that. Uh, but they started out as the group Joy Speed, and then they reformed as the group Aqua in 1996. They released the single My Oh My in 1997. Oh my, oh my, do you want to say goodbye? Wow, he is a super fan. <laughs> yes, because I had no idea what song that was. Tell me why. My oh my. Yeah, dude. Fucking uh, love these guys. And that kidding? song went gold in Denmark within six days. It was one of the top selling singles. And then when they released Barbie, it was all over. This band knew what was up. They knew how to get you get you dancing. They knew how to get the beats pumping. And God, it would, the songs would just get stuck in your head. Well, in this song, I got to say, because I heard that I, Mike has a long history with the song. I heard the song for the first time a few days ago. And I got to say, they were onto something. I love the idea. And, they explore this very thoroughly in the song, to their credit. I love the idea of a duet between a soon-to-be murder victim and a psychopath on the phone. <laughs> what a great concept to build a song around. It's so goddamn good. And, and a dumb, cheesy Euro dance pop song if, at that. If only there was more weird, scratchy growling, then Nick could really get behind it. <laughs> I'm in your house. I'm so if only fun. there were more Scandinavian teenagers walking through a wooded winter wilderness. <laughs> but this song came from their uh, follow-up album, Aquarius, which did not sell quite as well no, as the first it, one. It's because with that album there, uh, Nick, they, um, they tried to get a... They tried different genres. They got a little experimental. And when people were looking for the Barbie girl kind of feelings, and they got something different... Well, they just weren't into it as much. I love how this is the band that Mike has album-by-album commentary for. (laughs) That he has enough knowledge to be able to comment cohesively on a number of different albums. It was pivotal to his childhood. (laughs) Music you enjoyed as a child holds a special place in your psyche. You could ask me any question you want on Linkin Park's first four albums, and I'd be able to tell you. What are Linkin Park's first four albums? Well, uh... If you're not counting the demo stuff, it was Hybrid Theory, and then they did Reanimation, which was the remix album on all of Hybrid Theory, and then they did Meteora, and then they went into their stylistically, uh, majorly different uh, Minutes to Midnight. All right. Wow. All right, you you, you passed the challenge. (laughs) This is like our most music knowledge uh, episode. Yeah, and it's fucking (laughs) Halloween by Aqua. I think was the whole point I was making initially, That's too. Good. No, you did. Yeah, you did. Well, no, for me. But I mean, now even Nick just named off every single album at Lincoln Park. What a 
diehard fan. Uh, uh, Steve, what's your favorite band? I don't have one. Ever since Glenn Miller stopped releasing new music, but so this song was from that slightly less successful album. But do you think this was a worthwhile experimentation in making like a spooky dance song? Nick, it's better than monster if, rap. If 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 Ock was the kind of band that I felt that they were, they were just they were doing what was for them. You know, it was all for them. This was a, this was supposed to be like trying something out that was supposed to be fun. So I don't think they have any regrets. Although I mean, they fell apart for a little while. So you know, ten years. But I think that might have been when the I'm sure the the lead singers hooked up, and that always causes problems. Yeah, but they're European. It's different. Oh yeah, <laughs> just gotta give it ten years, and then you come back. It's like uh, it's like when you leave your first wife, and then you come back to her. <laughs> Man, this is a super relatable premise for me. <laughs> yes, Steve. Once again, congratulations on your marriage. <laughs> Divorce is a very serious topic. I'm sorry. I'm just saying you're telling you're, you're like you guys know how like when you leave your first wife, like you can relate to this, right? This thing I'm talking about. Shout out to our younger listeners. Shout out to our divorcees who got back with the one they love. Okay. <laughs> but, so let's get back into the song. because So we, we just had a basic intro that very much ripped off. To, so it, intro rips off Scream, which makes sense because Scream was popular when this uh, song came out. Yes. And and I appreciate the reference to Friday the 13th at the yeah. very beginning. The kick, kick, oh, they say cha-cha-cha, which technically it's kicking them off, but I won't get kick, into it. Kick, Ooh, Nick beat me to that little oh, trivia fact. Boy. Yes. I like the cha-cha-cha. Well, because well, you like wrong things then. I think most people hear things wrong. <laughs> That's why the country's in the state it's in now. You're right, Mike. I have been working out. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we've established we established uh, Renee and Renee and Lenny. I'm going to call them Renee and Lenny. Renee, I apologize, Renee and Lenny, for anyone who actually knows what their names are pronounced. But Lenny. Uh, so we've established that they are on either ends of a phone call. So we've got the murderer and the murdery. I'm going to say okay, murderer, murdery, murderer, murdery. And let's pick it up from there. It's Friday night, so creepy outside. It's thundering and lightning. There's nobody home. I'm all alone. I gotta stop it there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mike and I were both in the middle of kind of a little dance rave here. I don't know where the glow sticks even came from, but what's this under my tongue? Just shut up and take it. I just want to feel everything. Okay. Mike is taking all of his clothes off. <laughs> now, I know English is their second language, so I will not give them a hard t- too much of a hard time for this, but they but she did say there's nobody home because I'm alone. <laughs> Technically, it should be I'm alone and the reason is because there's nobody home. And also that's redundant information. <clears throat> Tell me it doesn't, say, but the follows the beat so well, you know. I mean, it rhymes and it's in meter, but when you only have so, when you only have three minutes to put as much information in a song as possible, saying that I'm what was the order? There's nobody home because I'm all alone. It's not like nobody is there, and the reason is because she's alone. She's alone because there's nobody there. There's nobody home. Why? Because I'm alone. (laughs) Yes. I guess it makes sense. I guess that's the killer. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. (laughs) 
Uh, and uh, I, I love how she says thundering. So creepy Just something about it. It's thundering know? and lightning. Thundering. Just that slight Dan. I don't know. I don't know if she. I. I wasn't able to find out which one of them was Danish and which one was Norwegian. But shoot, I want to say Lenny's. I really do. I'm gonna stick to that too. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna stick to that. Find a potentially wrong thing and stick to it. Yeah. That's what being an American is <laughs> all about. Like, double down, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's a, it's a nice it's a nice accent it's a nice yeah. little affectation on it. It's the beating of the hideous heart. <laughs> so the sound of shoes. I'm assuming I'm going to assume she means footsteps because shoes can just kind of be sitting by themselves and be very silent. Beneath the sound <laughs> of shoes. Hello, laces, my old friend. I've, I've come, come to, to tie, tie you up, you up again. again. <laughs> Mine was better. It was slightly better. You win, Steve. Yes, that's uh, all I need. I can't wait till someone says that to me next. What? You win. No, someone tying him up. He's making, <laughs> he's making another S&M joke. Oh, come on, guys. I fit in sometimes. <laughs> uh, and then something odd is tick-tock ticking. A clock? Probably a clock. But then it's like, why are you scared of a clock? Uh, it, you understand on an existential level that it is slowly ticking away your span of life. Do you think this Halloween song is about the existential <laughs> crisis of knowing that you're dying slowly? Yes. Most European this dance my, songs are about that. Yeah, this is enough. my theory. I'm sticking to it until I find a different one that I like better. Oh my God. I die a little more every day. We die as soon as we're born. <laughs> It's just a slow and agonizing process. You know, all these people, all these fuckers with existential crisis. Wait, no, no. No, I'm going to allow it. You know what? Why don't you get the fuck out of your house and go live a little? That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? Fuck you. Like, unless you are, like, have a disabled problem where you can't leave your house and, like, live out this hundred years of crazy chaos. Mike, then what? I got to say, like, every four to six months, I have a mini existential crisis. Okay, don't go shaming everyone. No, listen, I have mine. I have them as well. Nick, you mean an existential <laughs> cries I. No, you're That's right. you man. You're right. It's not, uh, I should let everyone know as well. That I have the thoughts as, as myself, you know? You sit there and you you get a little high. Oh, I've got the thoughts. And then you have the thoughts and you just imagine yourself warping through time, slaving away at work, and you're just putting in the hours, grinding away, wasting your time, and then nothing ever happens, and then all of a sudden you're dead. Yes. Because you know why? You're thinking too much. You keep thinking about tomorrow. Wait, Mike, I have to ask. Do, do you refer to thinking as having a case of the thoughts? I got the thoughts. I got the thoughts in me. Just want to clarify. Where's that but, thing? No, Where's that are, thing I put under my tongue? But you are, you are right. Like, like, I think it's important to every so often stop and question: What am I doing with my life? Is the direction I'm going in the direction I want to go for the rest of my life? And will I just live out my life this way? I would just prefer you not do it when you're in a cab with me, Nick. <laughs> Did you do that to him, Nick? No. 
I don't think I did. <laughs> Doesn't have to actually be a thing that happened, Nick. Just go along uh, with a bit. I don't uh, know when you're bidding. I'm always bidding. I'm trying to do your bidding. I'm always bidding. <laughs> you're a high roller. And you're right, Mike. I think that this existential crisis, existential crises, is exactly what Aqua was trying to get the listener to think about. But that's on what he Halloween. said. Who said existential? It doesn't even I, matter. I, I brought it up. He said it wrong, and then you went in wherever, whatever direction you went in. In an articulate and well thought out point. Thank you, Steve. I did. All right. So. Oh, so, but I just want to apologize to the listeners. You know, I'm not. I'm not a high and mighty man. Listen, got, uh, to, our, to our listeners, we're, we're, we are podcasters. We know what it's like to have an existential crisis. <laughs> oh, fucking sure, man. <laughs> I almost became an accountant. <laughs> Today. <laughs> That's the scariest thing the song has brought up. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> she orders a pizza, mm-hmm. right? And then the phone rings and she just fucking flips out. Just flips the fuck out, destroys everything, well, murders no- the pizza man waiting outside. Like, just. Well, she's valid to freak out because she's all alone because she's home by herself. Oh, he's not going to bring that up three more times before the end of the episode. Definitely not. <laughs> I know comedy gold when I smell it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nothing <laughs> Nothing terrifies me. Speaking of fear, nothing terrifies me more when we record an episode than to look on Genius Lyrics and see the phrase pre-chorus. Because that usually means the piece of crap we're forcing ourselves to listen to has more sections to it than a song should reasonably have. It's short enough, but we're about to get into that pre-chorus, Steve. That exact exchange I have had with a stranger in a subway, actually, here in New York City. Stop! And in, and in, case, in case you forgot, um, now I can see you. that was the guy. Because, you know, when it's crowded, you can't quite tell where they are, where the hand's coming from. You just from. hear this voice come among the, the people. Yeah, just this just like, massive Just like humanity. rubbing look, your fingers. Look, like. buddy, I don't want to see your hand where my hip be at. <laughs> yes, Will Smith. Oh! That, that's a teaser for an episode we will do at some point. Okay, so so the guy's on the phone. He's freaking her out in a very catchy way. Oh, yeah. So, now I can see you. It's Sneed the Demon. <laughs> Sneed! Hey, now I can see you. <laughs> oh, God, please. No, Sneed, no. Oh, you stink. Oh, God. Hey, demons need love, too. Uh, take, a, take, take a shower and get the sulfur smell off of you, for Christ's sakes. I do also appreciate, though, Renee's ability to kind of laugh on the tempo. That's kind of tough. about that i believe that ties in i wonder if it came out at this point i know what you did last summer i'm back to hunt you down yeah 
Or I guess Mike Myers, probably. Or sometimes they come back, or any other horror movie where the plot involves people coming back from certain death to kill the people. I guess they all come back. So half of all horror movies. Everyone, every single one. Well, most of the time they come back. The the one thing I have to say is the song. Sometimes some of the lyrics remind me of watching The Room by Tommy Wiseau because certain exchanges happen where they're not responding to the thing the previous person said in a way that I think is common for people who don't speak English as a first language. You're my favorite customer. Thanks oh, a lot. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank, bye, doggy. Bye, do- <laughs> well, Because going back to the phone call, the initial exchange is, hello, remember me? Who's there? I got your number. Oh, no. I'm back to haunt you. Stay away. Who is there and I got your number? Aren't responses. And furthermore... How did he get her number? Why did he want her number? I mean, maybe I'm overthinking this dumb pop song, but I don't think I am. And how did... Now, you know, if you're assuming this is a monster like that of a Michael Myers or a Jason Voorhees... Well, they wouldn't be talking. Or a a um, Freddy Krueger. You know, what kind of cell phone plan they get in? And, like, who's going to sign up, like, a a murderous horror monster? I want to see the sketch of Jason Voorhees in a cricket store. Signing up for a prepaid plan. <laughs> I was ready, Kruger. I'm back to haunt you, bitch. Yeah, I was going to say, are you sure you want to make it the giant mute zombie for our audio medium? That's the <laughs> Guys, character you want to go impression. with? Oh, Nick, you're great. That's funny. That's, did you see that? Did you hear that? Pretty, pr- pr- pretty solid, if I can say so myself. Uh, so then the course certainly, <laughs> sorry, Mr. You... Voorhees, Mr. Voorhees, um, we don't, uh, we don't have water damage on the insurance plan. <laughs> come on. Because he's from Crack Camp on, Crystal God. Lake. From, you know, that's uh, where he drowned. He fell in the water. And Freddy Krueger, fire damage isn't covered. <laughs> you can't. I'm burning through my data. <laughs> 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 what about what about Candyman? He's got honey on his phone. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, yep. I couldn't come up with one. It was pretty good. Had a good hook to it. Uh, but then the chorus comes in. First of all, it's funny that you have the, the the lyrics on the right page are on, and the lyrics on. So the, the lyrics on the right page say "Keep running, girl." We have several lyrics. It pulled says up. they're definitely saying yeah, and uh, but the, the, but also in the left one that you got here, it says "Tick tack ticket," and that's wrong. Does it say "tack"? It looks like it's it's a, it said "Tick tack ticket," <laughs> which I think was "Tick tock ticking." Tick tock, yeah. They both don't make sense, but in different ways. <laughs> Uh, but oh yeah, so for, for, oh TikTok, you don't stop. I know lots of songs. <laughs> <laughs> so so this Very guy's good, this guy's Thank really you. really coming at this lady, just kind of harassing her on the phone. I like how she's a she's despite being faced with. A very physical force of violence. The thing that she's afraid of is the concept of Halloween. She said, "What does it go down? Halloween. Halloween is the fear that I fight in my dreams. All that Halloween represents, I am frightened of it. 
Right now, it just has to, happens to take the form of an actual physical murderer who is chasing me. Okay, I'm going to tell you, based on their Candyman song, she wants him to come into the house. That's all I'm saying. There's a whole other layer of this. Well, because that's a reference to, I believe, another Aqua song. Yes. But I thought they were referencing the 1992 film Candyman based on the Clyde Barker short story in which someone- Starring Tony Todd. Starring Tony Todd. Oh, but then he's not from Bountyland. He's from the Cabri- Cabrini Green Projects. Nick, you got to do this. You got. I'm telling you, you got to put on, you got to put on Candyman from Aqua. Just this, it makes sense to fit in here, so you can understand. It's just the chorus of it. I should have asked you to open this link. I forgot about this lyric. It is type in Candyman. Uh, yeah, you got it. Okay, <laughs> because he goes, "I'm your sweet sugar candy man. Come with me to Bounty Land." I'm sorry, Nick, when are you putting on the second song? Yeah. (laughs) So this is the Candyman that she's pretending she doesn't want to see, but she really wants to see him. Based on that line, according to my brain. Steve, were you going to add something as well? You said you'd looked something up. Yeah, I could have sworn that this was a thing, and if I had just made a guess as to what it was actually called, I would have been 100% right. Samhainophobia. Fear of Halloween. Fear of Halloween. That'd be Samhainophobia. Oh, excuse me. Wait, you excuse knew the word? Excuse me, sire. How no, but Sa- it's spelled like it's pronounced Samane, but Samhain is the Gaelic term for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> you sound like uh, me. Well, uh, actually, the way to sound like me, Nick. Terminology is Holy shit, is this what I sound like all the time? How have you yes. not kicked my ass? <laughs> yes. How are you guys not just kicking my ass all the time? I don't get it. Oh, uh, like but yes, there is, there is a phobia. There is a, there is a named phobia, a fear of Halloween, a fear of the Festival of the Dead. I have the opposite of that. It's my favorite fucking time of the year. <laughs> well, she's got it. I think she's just afraid she's for her. She's got the fever. <laughs> I, I think she's just conflating her fear of imminent bodily harm with the holiday that this apparently happens to be falling on. <laughs> I'm imagining that she's being chased by the Green Goblin. So the verses are the are the shortest parts of the song. Yes, they're two like long most verses. Dance songs. So I'm a man. She's got. She's on the phone the whole time, right? I mean, it seems like she's staying on the line with him. They're having a back and forth. It's like almost like they're too polite to hang up the phone. No, it's just. I think it's just what Drew Barrymore did in the beginning of Scream. Yeah. Oh, does she not hang up either? No. Well, she hangs up a few times, but then the killer calls back. And then she's running around with the phone, like pressed to her ear, trying to figure out where he's coming from. Like you do. Well, because then he says he won't kill her if she answers the questions about horror movies and she doesn't answer them right. And then. Oh, she answers them wrong. Well, he tricks her. The last question is who is the killer on Friday the 13th? And she says Jason Voorhees. Oh, but it was his mom. Mother, yes. Pamela Spo- Voorhees. Spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen this 39 year old movie. <laughs> or the two remakes. <laughs> One.
Well, but it was a sequel. There was a sequel to it. To the remake? They did the remake, and then they did a sequel, which was uh, like parts two and three combined into one movie. No, that was that was all just the remake. Really? Yeah. So he goes through... They literally combine the first three. They go from mom dying to bag overhead to hockey mask all in one movie. Huh. How about that? Literally, she dies before the credits start. Oh, okay. It's a little... I remember the guy from Supernatural's in it. Yes. That's all I remember. Only kind of star. Those movies had the weirdest fucking endings every time. We're going like slow motion and you just like yeah, he's never see dead. him like hanging out in the window. <laughs> I think that was part three where he's like, like, all right, hey, 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 and then he runs out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good fun. All 11 or 12 of them. You know, gentlemen, I've also been known to scream in the dead of night, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> when someone rings your doorbell and all exactly. the lights are off. Uh, and you... when, I, when I've ordered, you know, from Seamless or something. Yeah, you're, stum- was... you're stumbling your way to the door in the door- dark. I'm just like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Of course, they can't hear me, though. I'm on the third floor. But I still say it. Just like that, right? <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming. Then you actually like, run, you actually, it's dark out, and you actually like, run your side into... into Something protruding from the wall. You go, ow, my spleen. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant he'd be like, like running to the door. I'm coming, I'm coming. And he's like, stubs him, stubs him. Oh, <laughs> no, because that doesn't rhyme with ween. Or he falls forward. And ow, my peen. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he just woke up. He had half a stiffy oh. from a dream he was having. Oh. And he trips and falls forward. <laughs> ow, my peen. <laughs> Steve, I'm dying to know. What do you think that's I was good. dreaming about when that oh, happened? That's good. Bread. Probably not wrong. Bread isn't the only thing that's half risen. <laughs> Ooh, I was definitely going to make a go to hell joke, Steve. Go to hell joke type there, Steve. Way to hold back, though. Oh, but wait. Jesus can read my mind. Damn it. Oh, yeah. All right, so skip past that course. We'll get to the last little bridge that they have at the end. This was uh, this is her. This is Tom Cruise. It's a, it's the only stage direction he gets for every Mission Impossible movie. Just keep on running. Now climb that tall thing. <laughs> Fall off an airplane. <laughs> now sign this waiver. Do 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 do. Halloween. There goes Tom Cruise now. Maybe you're gonna say something. Oh, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, mine is the Tom Cruise thing, but so everything <laughs> Steve just said. Okay, he's given us a lot of disparate information here. Uh, he moves silent in the night. He could be the boy next door. You'll never guess his disguise. So he's disguised. Assuming like it's like a scream situation where he's wearing a mask and we don't know his identity. But she already knows who it is. How do we know? It's Candyman taking, coming to take her to Bountyland. The Candyman from a previous song, not the Tony Todd Candyman. The, ca- the Candyman, she says. Guys, don't say that again. <laughs> What? Don't uh, say Candyman. No, Candyman. No. <laughs> Jesus, what are you guys trying to do to me? Also, for being silent, why is he squeaking and creaking? Okay. 
What is it? Just, Ad- ambiance. Squeaking and creaking. I move silent <sighs> in this night. Ha 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 ha. You're right. He literally. And he's talking the whole time. He ain't being silent. So it's, just, it's just like creak, creak. I'm so silent. Ha 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 Creak, creak. Kings and children fight. Pumpkin and candlelight. Okay. Oh my god. Nick, I can't stand looking at two different pages that have the wrong lyrics during different times. <laughs> well, because that was confusing. From what I understand, he said chains and children. No, no, kittens and children fight. Kittens? Kittens. Kittens and children fight. We have two sets of lyrics that say that's not the case. Play it again, Nick. Oh, I remember that from the end of Casablanca. <laughs> I didn't hear kittens. It's kittens and children. What? Are, how, why are kittens fighting on Halloween? Maybe, maybe kids. Certainly not chains. Yeah, we got Genius.com saying it's chains and children fight, which now makes I'm very pic- little. Now sense. I'm picturing like a small child struck, like like literally having a wrestling match with a single chain. Just, <laughs> uh, mom, I'm losing. Yeah, GeniusLyrics.com is more like C student lyrics.com for this song. I'll oh, like, shots fired to Genius Lyrics. It's where Lil Xan provided his own lyrical oh. under, uh, explanation. Uh, but then we're watching it on a video as well that provides lyrics, and that says kids and children fight, which makes more sense, but it's also redundant. But then again... Play, play one more time. Okay, everyone, one more everyone time. Everyone listen. Yes, all of our listeners, listen very closely. I swear it's kittens. I want to say kings now. Kings, kings and children fight. A bunch of kings. Well, this is Denmark. They, I think they technically have some royalty still. I want to see the kids from Lord of the Flies against fucking King George or whoever else the fuck from England. And I want to see a movie about a fight between them. Kings. Scored by Aqua. <laughs> yes. Featuring James Newton Howard. Kings and children fight. Pumpkin and candlelight. Now, the lyrics that I think were accurate, and Mike, you can correct me on this, was uh, Pumpkin and Candlelight, you might be the chosen one at junior high tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, What? Uh, Chosen from junior high to be killed? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Almost 100% certain that's what he means. I... I have a lot of thoughts about this song. Evidently. So when you're the chosen one, right, at junior high tonight, you think he's only going to murder one person? So what do you think he's implying? I don't know. Maybe it should be the one that... Um, you have the most experience with the song, Mike. You would know better than anyone. I just gotta, I can sing the words a hundred million times, Nick. It doesn't mean I understand necessarily what the fuck this means. So you've sung oh, them, but you've never I, considered... you guys are a bunch of horror movie buffs, and you don't have a fucking clue, do you? No, I do. I said it already, that he means he's going to pick one girl to murder, and it's this one. What if he's picking her to become his protege? Like a saw. You were... If that's the case, you are reading into subtext that is so buried that it is almost non-existent. She caught him the Candyman from Bountyland. It's not a part two. It's not a sequel song. I don't know. Horror movies and sequels do go hand in hand, too. Candyman was, was a rom-com that then got a horror movie sequel. Okay, you know I'm you know I'm right, but because... Of our relationship, you force yourself to make me look like a goober. 
I am forcing you to look like no such thing, Steve. Boober, right? Because it's all Yes, thank you. Nice. It was a loud high five in case the mics didn't pick that up. But this mic here picked it up. Hey, so that's the end of the song, right? Not no, quite. No, not quite. I'm coming. I'm coming. Salmonellophobia, yes. Fear of raw chicken. Sowin <laughs> something. Sowinophobia. There's a fear of raw chicken called salmonellophobia. <laughs> Just like that. All right, guys. Good news. I already have the machine warmed up from earlier in the episode. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's the, right. So we don't have to turn it on. It's just sorry. It's just been on the whole time. All right. It's run um, on silent. All right. Yeah. Just move the cursor around so it wakes up. Okay. Okay. All right. All um, right. All right. Super si- science song topsy super scientific crapometer, gentlemen. As you remember, we are going to on a scale of one to five. One being it's a fine song, to five being someone stop my goddamn ears from bleeding. We are going to rate several aspects of this song. Let me just put a few choice items in the shoot for it to analyze a raw chicken breast, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Mike's shirt. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, uh, shove it in there with a broomstick. Get the candy man in there. Yeah, Throw the, some oh. candy corn in there. Tapping <laughs> down the broomstick. Okay. All right, on a scale of one to five, one being it's fine, five being it's crap. The artist, does the artist themselves, their history, their personality, influence your opinion of the song for the negative and how? I'm going to give it a one. Okay, Mike thinks it's fine. Nick? I'll give it a one. Okay. Don't have any problem with oh, that's, that's two ones. Uh, lyrical complexity. Are the lyrics easy to understand? Is the songwriter trying too hard? Is it impossible to understand? I'm or ju- just mind-numbingly stupid? I'm going to jump the gun on this. Gonna, i got to give it a four, Mike. I'm sorry. I'll give it a two. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that right. just tore Mike up on the inside. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aqua. All right. I, I still don't in. know if you're necessarily said canes or kittens. I don't know. Type that into the user interface here. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Musical quality. Is it too repetitious? Does it have a complex or satisfying progression? Is it catchy to the point of driving you mad? Oh, it's certainly catchy. I mean, if catchiness pushes the score up a little bit. Or does it push it down? But is it catchy? Can I push this up? (laughs) Is it catchy to the point of insanity typically implies, is it catchy to the point that you want to tear your ears out? I'll give it a three. It's an appropriate level of catchiness. I have listened to this song probably about a thousand times. I'm going to be on the whole ride home just coming up with other things that rhyme with Halloween. Charlie Sheen. Yes. Frank and Beans. Like, that's just going to be my whole ride home now. Um... So I'll give it. Oh yeah, I didn't give it a. Uh, I didn't give it a. Yeah, give it any uh, ratings. Uh, Little four, pumps lead. Four, five, four, five, and three. There we go. Four, five, and three. I really thought about it. Um, connectability. Does the song succeed in making you feel the way it intends? Is it off the mark? Does it make you feel anything? Does it speak to something in your life? Are you dead inside for having heard it? Oh, can I? What's it called when you're just inspired? I guess a one. Yeah. It's, okay, it's a one. Ah. <laughs> uh, 
You know what? I'm going to give it a two because it's striking me. It's October. I'm in that fun, spooky mood, and this song is kind of capitalizing on that a little bit. If you ask me, like, in March, I'm going to give it, like, a three, three and a half, but right now I'm giving it a two. Oh, I'm okay. making this an Aquatober. No okay. doubt about it. Aquatober. That's... Okay, I think Mike might be damaging the curve a little bit here. Um... Oh, I plan. This crap vomiters might say something different this time, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, we'll have to record that. Um <laughs> Uh, and finally, longevity. Does the song have staying power? Will it be something forgotten? We already know Mike's answer. Will it be something <laughs> forgotten about the second we stop listening, or will it haunt you until the last hour of haunt your life? Haunt you? How ironic. Oh, the song's is, all about haunting. It is. But I gotta give it a one, Steve. Okay. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's golf scoring the shit out of this song. <laughs> give it a two and a half. Okay, I'm gonna give it... I'll, I'll give it a three. Uh, I'll give it a three because... Uh, Again, I will be probably replaying it in my head for at least a, a day or so. Uh, all right, let me. I'll punch in. I'll punch in all the facts of fears. I'll tamp down that candy corn. Yeah, it's all coming right, back out right, again. Yeah. Let's spray it out. All right. ah, oh, oh God! Oh, God. oh, it's hot! It's hot! Oh, it's oh, gross. Well on it. Well on it. Okay, so all right, I punched in the numbers and this so, song sucks, Nick. Oh no, the song still sucks somehow. No. Oh no. no! What? Oh, the the, the crapometer is never wrong. It's, it's true. It's, it's it spits out the same answer every I'm time. Sorry, but it's, it's wrong. It can't. It can't be wrong. It's science. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Steve, Mike, put Mike. down that baseball bat. No, no! Oh my God, Mike! No! Back to the crapometer. <laughs> Mike, watch out! No! My machine! Oh God! My beautiful machine! Fuck! Like, do you know how hard it is to get parts for a crapometer? Oh, God. Listen. Machine. Sees machine no. in the dead of the night. It, it will make him scream. Oh. It's broken. Uh, it's broken. <laughs> God, see, we'll have to. Uh, you're going to have to forego all of their things you're going to do this week oh, and just fix God. the crapometer. I will rebuild. I will make it stronger. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Uh, better get better readings than the one I just gave. That's all I'm saying. That's... Well, oh, hopefully... man, you so... I'm, I can't believe you don't feel bad at all for how much Foley work you've condemned Nick to research now. <laughs> you mean uh, the crapometer part research to yeah, find exactly. online. Yes, of course. Uh, well, hopefully the crapometer is fixed by next week. And until then, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um... You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier. Check out the Song Topsy Report on all social media platforms uh, at the Song Topsy Report. And uh, stick around. We still have, I believe, one more um, episode for October. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sure do, gentlemen. We have something else spooky planned. Mm, and it's your favorite kind of episode. I oh. am looking forward to it. Uh, oh, man. And... Uh, Mike, where may we find you? You can find me at Mr. Mike. God, no, no, Mike, it's already ah. dead. <laughs> at Mr. Mike Russell.com. That's Mr. MR.DOT on the Instagram. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, uh, hey, look, you can check out our stuff at DapperDevilProductions.com or you know, please send us a song suggestion at the SongTopsyReport at gmail.com. For God's sake. For God's sake. We love those listener submitted episodes. Hopefully, we get another one before the end of the year, maybe. Uh, why not? Um, yeah, and uh, also, why don't you send us your favorite Halloween movie? You know? I think that's a fun one. Mine's Idle Hands. Which Mike has never had. 
What are you trying to say, Nick? <laughs> I'm saying you work very hard. Oh, I thought you were talking about his masturbatory compulsion. <laughs> oh, certainly Steve, not. Steve gets it. <laughs> Mike, of course that's what I was hinting at. No, where can we find oh, you? I broke his machine, man. Come on. Well, you can find me at your neighborhood True Value and Ace Hardware to begin with. I'll make a little stop down to the Home Depot for some lumber. Um, but after that, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo and on the Dapper Devil website and all of our wonderful Dapper Devil products. That's right. I'm a product. Wow. <laughs> Finally being transparent about it. Uh, guys, and until then, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm still trying to figure out another word that rhymes with ween. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care.